If you've ever looked at another mom and thought, I don't know how she does it, chances are she's got some solid systems in place to help her run her household. So we are going to get you on track with your systems when we talk to productivity consultant and twin mom, Brittany Dixon. Welcome to Cocktails and Containers, your source for organizing strategies perfectly paired with a cocktail. And now, here's your host, who's outdoorsy in the sense that she loves happy hour on a patio, Christy Lingo. Hello, and welcome back to Cocktails and Containers. We have got an awesome episode for you today to help you feel more productive in your mom life. We are chatting with Brittany Dixon, who owns a consulting firm that helps small businesses develop and integrate systems so they can focus on what they do best. And she's a mom to six-year-old twins. So Brittany has got some really great tips for helping you to develop systems to make your household run smoother. And before we dive into my conversation with Brittany, I want to introduce myself for those of you who are new to this podcast. My name is Christy Lingo, and I have been working as a professional organizer for 10 years, helping to create systems for families just like yours so they can do more of what they love with who they love. I am also a mom to two Pokemon-loving, soccer-playing, Lego-building boys, so I have a lot of empathy with all you mamas out there struggling to keep it all together. And that is why I want to provide you with real tips and solutions to help you organize and simplify your home through this podcast. And for even more access to me and organizing tips for your home, you can join my Facebook group, which is also called Cocktails and Containers. I go live regularly in this group to address topics requested by the group and to give you a chance to ask me questions specific to your home and situation. So be sure to check out my Cocktails and Containers Facebook group the next time you are on Facebook. And now, here's my conversation about productivity tips for your family with Brittany Dixon. Brittany Dixon, thank you so much for joining me on Cocktails and Containers today. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So Brittany and I are both Columbus natives. I don't know if you're from here originally, but that's where you live now. Okay. So she, you are yes. truly a Columbus native and she works as an integrator for small businesses and she is really great. It'll help at helping them boost their productivity. And she is also a mom to twins. And so mama's got all kinds of ideas on how moms and small business owners and maybe moms that are small business owners can be a little bit more productive. So thank yeah, you for coming to chat with us today about that. Yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, so right up your alley too. I feel like like all the things that you're really good at. We're gonna we're gonna chat those things today. But first, another one of your favorites is we're gonna talk cocktails, and you specifically like gin. Is that correct? I am a gin girl. Yes. I have to say, I'm not even gonna lie. Before I started this podcast, had I think I'd had maybe like a gin fizz when I was in college, and yeah. <laughs> that's one of the things that I really loved about this whole podcasting thing is that, well, my podcast, because there's cocktails involved, is it's really expanded my horizons. And gin is now one of my go-tos. It's just light and floral, and it goes really well with just like sparkling water that's got a little bit of fruit to it. So I'm really excited about this cocktail today because I think it's perfect for spring. 
and we are having a sparkling cucumber mint cocktail. And this is from the Little Epicurean. And you're going to start by making a mint simple syrup. So you're going to take one cup of sugar, one cup of water, and then mint leaves that you're going to mash up a little bit to get all those oils out. Bring that to a boil, cover it, take it off the heat and let it sit for 30 minutes. Strain out the mint leaves and then that's your mint simple syrup, which is great in this cocktail. But I was also thinking when I tasted it, it would be really good in like a bourbon. Like if you just put like a little bit in with a bourbon and some soda, you know, just sort of like the mix of the mint and the sweet and the bourbon. So you could use it for all different kinds of things um, if you don't just use it on this cocktail, which you might end up doing. (laughs) And then for the cocktail, what we're going to do is one ounce of lime juice. And that was basically like one and a half of the limes that I had. Two ounces of your favorite gin, an ounce of that mint syrup, and then four ounces of chilled sparkling water. And you're going to put, just mix all of those things in a glass over ice and then garnish with some cucumbers. And I kind of let mine sit because I really wanted the cucumbers to kind of infiltrate the flavors of everything. So mine's been sitting for about a half hour and it is so tasty. It literally tastes like spring in a glass. Like it is, I need this so bad. I don't know if you've dreaded this winter as much as I have. I <laughs> Absolutely. I'm like all the spring things, like bring them on. (laughs) Yeah. I just, this one has just been, it's been 900 days long. So, so this is like spring in a glass because it's light. It's a little bit herby. It's got the lime, it's got the bubbles. And so Brittany, gin lover, I want to say to you what I say to all my people here on Cocktails and Containers, and that is may all of your things be tidy and may all of your cocktails be strong. So cheers and for having me search out another fun gin cocktail. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) You definitely need to give this one a try. It is so good. And I really love like the cucumber water thing always reminds me of like the two times I've ever been to a spa in my life. Because I feel like they always have cucumber water there. They do. Some sort of fancy water for sure. Some sort of fancy. It's not just the lemon. That's not good enough. They need to go. They need to go (laughs) the extra mile there. Okay. So great. I would love to know a little bit more about yourself, your life as a mom, and then kind of how you got started in this consulting business that you have. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, I'm from Columbus. I actually live outside of Columbus in a small town, um, London, Ohio, not the cool London, but um, there's that. Uh, I grew up out here, and uh, when I first started in my career, I thought I wanted to be a wedding planner. I thought that I wanted to be J-Lo and plan all the weddings and do all of that (laughs) sort of thing. I was always that, like, super type A organized person. I was that weird 16-year-old with, like, color-coded binders and labels and all of that fun stuff. And then I was also in the hospitality industry, so I kind of wanted to mesh those two together and went to the wedding planning side of things. So did that for about a year and decided I love logistics and planning and organizing, but weddings were not so much my favorite. (laughs) Uh, Just because there's so much managing of different personalities and people and vendors and details and everything falls back on you. And it was just, it was hectic and crazy. And then I also had my twins. So I knew that having a family, it was going to be difficult to have a wedding planning job where I was working nights and weekends. So I worked for a restaurant doing the same thing after I did that. And I was with them for about four years. And basically, a couple of things happened. I Things were happening at the corporate level. I decided I wasn't happy there anymore. Um, I actually got let go from my job in July of 2016. 
and I started my own professional organizing company called Clutter Control. Basically went from organizing events to organizing houses. So did that and then I got introduced to the online space and online business coaching, business consulting, and basically being able to work from home and help people across the world instead of just in Columbus. So that's when I got into the consulting space. I did productivity and organizing coaching when I first started, and then it kind of shifted into more of like systems and processes for business owners. And that's kind of the space I'm at now. So I am a director of operations. I help business owners who have big visions, implement all the plans and project management and team management and all of that kind of stuff. So natural progression of organizing events to organizing houses to organizing businesses. I think that you're absolutely 100% right about that. And I think that the great thing about the organizing industry is that there's so many niches out there that can be filled with people who are really strong with organizing and productivity skills. And it, we don't all have to be, you know, making pantries look beautiful or making sure that all the hangers are the same in closets. Like there is a niche out there for so many different people. And I think that what the one that you're filling as a small business owner, I am so appreciative that there's people out there that are like you, because I am a small business owner. I feel like I'm very organized, but I also feel very overwhelmed. And I know that the systems and processes that I have put in place have made things a lot easier. And if that's not your nature, if that's not your go-to thing, then it is so, so important to search out somebody that can help you with something like that, because you may feel like you can't do the business because you can't do these things. And it may not be that you don't have a good idea or you don't have a good business. You just don't have the organizing system in place yet. And it's okay to ask for that help. So I think yeah. that, that that's a really and fantastic And I think most surgery. of my people that I work with are those big visionaries who have all the big ideas and these things that they want to implement to help their clients and help people. And they are good at that piece of it, but they're not good at making that happen because there's so many moving parts to make that one idea happen. Um, and that's the stuff that I'm really good at, like putting together all the details and making sure that things are happening on time and just being super organized. And I think that was a huge thing I saw was visionary entrepreneurs trying to do big things, but they couldn't because they were just stuck in that back end disorganization. Oh, I love that. And, you know, to going into my next question, I find that yeah. in our homes, we do the exact same thing. So there's so many of those skills that you teach people in productivity in the business space that we can translate yeah. into our homes. You know, I say often that as a mom, you're like the CEO of your house. And if you've worked in a business, yeah. <laughs> you understand that workflow, you understand that systems and processes and having places for things and having a schedule is really important. But I think a lot of times as moms, when we, when the kids come in and if we've spent some time as a stay at home mom, or we've had a shift in our work life, like we kind of lose track or we don't have time to really focus in on those systems that are going to make us feel like we are on top of things. Instead, we feel like we're constantly playing catch up. Yeah. So what would be, as a productivity expert, what would be like a go-to number one tip that you would give to moms for sort of staying on top of things and being more productive? Yeah. So you took the words from my mouth. I was going to say like moms are CEOs. Like you are technically a business owner because you have to manage all the moving parts in your house. So um, one of the biggest things that for me, especially that this was super, super helpful having twins and running a business and managing all the moving parts in my life and business, I have an Amazon echo and it's literally like my assistant. Like I add things to my grocery lists 
so I don't forget to buy them. I add things to my to-do list. I set reminders. I check the weather. I check my uh, calendar. Like I literally use it as an assistant because there's so many things you have to remember. So um, I would say to that, like get help. You can't do everything. Like it's impossible as a business owner to do everything. You need a team. It's impossible as a CEO of your household to do everything. So get some sort of help, whether that is just an electronic assistant like the Amazon Echo or um, having somebody clean your house once a month so that you can keep up with that. You need that extra support. I could not agree more. And I also am obsessed with, I will say she who shall not be named because there is one nearby me and she will come on if I say her name. But it's because, you know, you're making lunches in the morning and you're like, oh, I just ran out of sunflower seed butter. Okay. And you just say, hey, add it to my grocery list. And then when you sit down, you can have your grocery list or what's on my schedule for today. Or we've been using it at bedtime. We set up a routine at bedtime. So we go upstairs and then my kids can kind uh, look, uh, look at books and things like that. But then she comes on and she says, it's almost time to go to bed. It's time to clean up. And then they get, then the lights dim and they're supposed to clean up. And then there's a calming story that comes on. And it's like, it's a dream. It has made it so that I can go down and have a conversation with my husband at eight o'clock at night versus nine 30 after we've done the get back in your bed, get back in your bed, get back in your yeah. bed. <laughs> which I'm sure you might be familiar with also. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, it is amazing. And my kids started school this year. So like the bedtime routine was super important. Like they had to be in bed on time because they had to get up early. So we have all those reminders to say like, hey, it's almost bedtime. Like start cleaning up, do your nighttime routine. It's a whole thing. But it is honestly like, it sounds so simple to just have this reminder set up, but it literally just takes that off your mind that you don't have to think about those things anymore. Like, oh wait, what's that thing that I ran out of that I need to buy at the store? Well, I don't remember. So now I'm going to not have that again. And if you don't make your list before you go to the store, you can access it through your cell phone. You can go and look at your list while you're at the store and be like, oh, it was olive oil. That was the thing that I ran out of. So I love that. Anything you can sort of take off your plate. And even if you can't, you know, one thing that I talk about people is like babysitting swaps. So maybe you can't afford to hire somebody to come babysit or to come clean your house. You'll look for a friend that maybe you can watch their kids one day so they can clean uninterrupted and then... And you can watch, they can watch your kids, you know, vice versa, so that you can just sort of like buy yourself some time, even if it's like go to the grocery store or clean your house or do the laundry and just get it put away without people (laughs) pulling on your hem and (laughs) sort of distracting you. So I think that it's something that I struggle with is asking for help and I'm always trying to get better for it. And there are definitely ways out there that you can sort of make the most of the time that you're there and not have to feel like you're constantly behind. So I I love, love that tip. So can you give me an example either from your personal life or from something you've seen in your clients where you've seen that simplifying the systems in their home has helped them feel a little bit less stressed and more productive. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm also a minimalist and I believe less is more all around in business and life and everything. And trying to get my kids to jump on board with that has been somewhat of a challenge. Same thing with my husband. Like he's like, Oh, I want more stuff. And I'm like, no, let's, (laughs) let's not do that. But honestly, like I see it in myself, minimizing our possessions and minimizing what we're doing and minimizing what's on our calendar but also with my clients, like I help them see the bigger picture vision of what they want and tell them like, Hey, if we 
focus on three specific things as opposed to 15 things, like you're going to get to that thing faster. And it's basically like trying to fill 15 buckets and try to fill them all full as opposed to picking a few buckets and filling them and then moving on to the next buckets kind of thing. So minimizing is definitely not just like your physical possessions, like that definitely helps the stress level because you're not picking up clutter all the time. You don't have stuff around your house all the time. Um, but it also helps minimize your calendar and the amount of time that you're spending doing things that might not be getting you to that bigger picture. So yeah, I mean, just going in and looking at what those big picture plans are and making sure everything that you're doing is really getting you to those big picture plans and minimalism. That's, that's the answer to everything. <laughs> I, you know, and I think that people get scared by the word minimalism, but the absolutely. Is, and it's not about having like, enough possessions to fill a backpack. It's about being very specific and intentional with your time, with your yep. stuff, you know, with the people that you surround yourself with. And I think that it's a skill of learning to prioritize those things. I love the visual of the buckets. You know, if you're yep. trying to do 15 things at one time, you are going to do new to do none of them well. But if you are trying to do three things, there's a very good chance that you can do them well and you can see them through to completion. Because I think, again, as moms, one of the things when we've got 15 balls up in the air is that we're going to yep. drop 13 of them. Yep. <laughs> and that's the thing, like you can have 15 buckets, but you can't focus on all 15 mm -hmm. at the same time. So let's focus on three, see them to completion, get it to the end, and then you can move on to the next ones faster instead of feeling like, you're failing because you can't keep up with 15 buckets. And I definitely learned that in business in the past year or two. I was trying to do so many projects and trying to do all of these things and launching all of these things and none of them ever got launched and none of them ever went to completion. Nothing ever got finished. And when I focused on two specific things, both of them got finished and I was gaining traction with them. And it's the same thing in your household. Like you can't do everything. Your kids can't be in 16 different sports. You can't go to every single birthday party. Like, and you just have to, again, go back to that big picture. What do you want and what do you want your life to look like? And just be more intentional. And like you said, minimalism is a scary word for people. They're like, oh, white walls and nothing in my house. That is not how my house looks. Like no, minimalism to me is just, I don't go shopping. I don't buy things without having an intention. My kids still have a lot of toys. Like we still have a lot of stuff. It's not this like bare empty room with nothing in it. Yeah. I, I love that. And I love that comparison between the two, the, between, you know, in business, you can't do everything in parenting. You can't do everything. And I think sometimes as moms, especially the stay at home moms that I work with and I talk to feel like, well, this is what my job is. So I feel like I am responsible for doing all of the things. And I don't feel like I can say no, or I have an excuse of why we can't do six different activities during the week because I'm here and this is what my job is. But I think in the end, like if it's stressing your kid out, if it's stressing you out and it's not improving the quality of your of life for you, then yeah. it's, it's not worth it. it and, and in the end, yeah. it's not really benefiting any of you to do all of those things. So yeah, um, yeah. I love, I love that. So, and one of the things that I know that you really like to focus on is Trello, which is yeah. sort of for people who don't know, it's an online management tool that's very visual. It's sort of like having different drawers or different buckets for different things that yep. you have going on in your life, correct? 
It is. All right. So can you talk me a little through what it is and how a busy mom might use something like Trello to feel a little bit more organized? Well, we could talk about Trello for hours, so I'll give you the (laughs) short version. Um, But yeah, it's basically an online task manager. And it's really like a command center, a dumping list, a place to put all of the different things that you need to do and assigning due dates to them so that they don't get forgotten and balls don't get dropped. So it can be as simple as creating a visual to-do list that you have access to on the app or on your computer, or it can be super complex how I use it as a business owner where there's automation and I'm managing my team, I'm managing projects and content. Like the thing about it is it's a free tool, which is absolutely amazing. Um, and it's very visual and you can just set up different columns for the different areas in your life that you need to focus on. So one of the things I love is I use the Amazon echo and I use an automation. So when I add a task to my task list, it actually gets sent into my Trello board. So I can basically brain dump onto my Amazon assistant and she puts everything into my Trello board for me, which is amazing. Oh, okay. So can you walk me through that a little bit? Because I don't, I am a pen and paper girl. I don't know if I'm ready to make the jump to full automation yet, but you do have an awesome freebie that you can tell us about here that you have sent my way to sort of help us get started with Trello. And I definitely want to take advantage of that, but sort of walk me through, like if you had something that you wanted to add and you wanted to use your um, Amazon assistant to add it, what would, what would that look like? Yeah. So there's actually a tool. It's called if this, then that. So it's I-F-T-T-T, I think. (laughs) And it basically says when you do this thing, you want this thing to happen. So um, basically you're saying when something is added to this Amazon task list, I want it sent into my Trello board. So Trello board, one example that you could use it for is a family command center. So like I said, I've got twins at home. Like I have all their kids activities to manage, all their school stuff to manage. And I have a command center where I put home projects that we need to work on, where I put kids activities that I have to do something for. I put vacation plans in there and make sure I have a packing list ready to go so I can be organized with that. Um, I have a holiday planning list so I can make sure when I have the holiday meals that I have to make, I have a list for that in there. Um, I've got gift lists for the holidays too. Like there's, it, the possibilities are endless. You could plan an event, plan a birthday party inside of there. And it's really just a hub to basically brain dump everything that's living in your head that you have to keep up with and put it in a more organized fashion. So the freebie that I have is actually a weekly planner. So you can lay out what your week looks like and everything that you have to do for your week. And also it is the command center that shows you how to set that up. Excellent. And so when you tell she who shall not be named to, <laughs> to add this thing to your task list, does it go to, cause I'm, I'm a little familiar with how, how this yeah. goes. Does it go to like a main list and then on a regular basis, you would go in and say, okay, there's 10 things on this list that you have dumped on here. And then you'll sort of like yep. sort them out to the different areas where they actually go. Yeah. Yeah. So you get to pick where that gets like where that ends up and where that list gets added to. And then basically I live in Trello, but, um, if you weren't living in it, you would go in ever so often, kind of move them around and set due dates to them so that it's giving you reminders and making sure that you're following up on everything. I love it. It's well, and like I said, I use the 
assistant all the time for <laughs> things like grocery lists and what's on my schedule and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And so I think that, you know, if you're a person who is really taking advantage of this new digital technology that we have, I think it could be a really great resource to sort of like next level the running of your household. And it's a very easy thing to use. It's that's, it is, yeah. yeah. It is, you know, it's very easy to get in there and set it up and set up the boards and you can color code things and you can make a special background. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> if you see a recipe that you love, you can sort of pin it to Trello. There's there's yep. so many different ways that sort of once you go down that wormhole, you can do. So if you anybody wants to take advantage of that freebie, which it's pretty awesome, you can find that in my show notes, which are going to be at podcast.simplesolutionsorganizing.com. And I think that it is definitely worth a look for any of you mamas out there that are just sort of looking for a an easy way to start implementing better systems in your house. And especially, yeah. I feel like when you've gone from the corporate world to the mom world, you need structure, you need a framework. And I think that if you don't start integrating that as soon as possible, then that's where you start to flail a little bit. And so I think that- Yeah, and I used to be a pen and paper girl too. Like I would put my task list, list on a piece of paper, I would take it with me. But the thing was like, if I ever forgot that list somewhere, I'm like, um, what am I supposed to be doing? I don't know where my list is. <laughs> or I wrote this thing down that I was supposed to remember and now it's gone. So really moving to Trello, I've got the app with me. Um, I can tell my assistant to add things to my list. Everything goes into one main hub and nothing gets forgotten. Now, I will say I still have a million things going on running a business and having kids at home. So there are things that maybe I don't meet deadlines and things get pushed back, but I at least know it's there and I know that I can get to it and better prioritize it because it's all in one spot. And you won't forget it. Like that's and my biggest <laughs> Snack day. Your brain can only hold so much like before it's like, yep, nope, that's not happening. I yep. mean, I have to write down what day my kid has gym and set a reminder because if I don't send them in tennis shoes, like it's a whole thing. Like there's so much stuff that you have to remember, like so use much. technology and use things that are going to help you and take like the mental load off. Absolutely. And Trello, for the things that you're describing, it's free. Is that correct? It is. Yeah. You don't have to pay for it until you get to like the automations and like the crazy things like that. And that would be, I think, more for, I mean, if you were running a real slick household, you might need something like that. But at least from my limited yeah. experience with it, if you're using this for mom purposes of yep. keeping track of schedules, keeping track of grocery lists, keeping track of stuff like that, like you could do it all through the free section. Absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. I used Trello for about a year and a half before I had to upgrade. And honestly, I only pay $5 a month for Trello now, even running an entire business with a team and everything. So it's a very inexpensive, expensive, flexible tool. And you can definitely do a lot with the free version. And you mentioned the team. So that means like if your husband is techie and he yeah. wants to be in, like he can add things to like from his phone to your board. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can assign things to them and say, Hey, this is your task list. This is your honeydew list to do. And here it is. And it's in Trello and you can check it all off. Yeah. It's amazing. That's awesome. Okay, so be sure to run over to my show notes and check out that freebie from Brittany. And also, I know that you're all over social media because I see you all over social media. <laughs> so if anybody wants to check out your consulting business and just you in yeah. general, where can they find you? 
Yeah. So the best place to find me like from a personal side slash business is Instagram, Consulting. I do all of my cake decorating pictures and all the kids stuff and fun Instagram stories pretty much daily. And then I'm also Consulting over on Facebook too. Excellent. So go check out Brittany, check out the freebie that she has for you and check out Trello because we are promising you. It will change your life. Absolutely. (laughs) 100%. Brittany Dixon, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Alrighty. Brittany has even convinced the most tried and true pen and paper girl, that is me, to check out Trello. But before I dive into her freebie, let's do a quick review of her tips to make your household more productive. Brittany's number one tip for being productive at home is to get some sort of help. Whether it is from another person in your home or by hiring someone in or by using a device like an Amazon Echo or a Google Assistant, there are so many ways that you can get help to help you manage all the moving pieces in your home. These virtual assistants can be really great to help with mom brain for things like tracking your grocery list, updating your schedule, or just letting you know what the weather is outside so you don't send your kid to school in shorts on a day that it snows, which is totally something that could happen here in Ohio. Brittany truly believes that less is more in all aspects of your home, schedule, and life. If you focus on just a few things rather than spreading yourself thin, you are going to do those things well and feel more accomplished versus having a bunch of things that you haven't done well or that are not complete. Just like Brittany's example with the buckets, If you try to fill 15 buckets or you try to fill three, which are you going to fill faster and better? And Brittany is a self-proclaimed minimalist, but she doesn't want you to get scared by that word. What it means to her is being very intentional with her time and her stuff so she can focus on the things that matter most. Or as I like to say, doing what you love with who you love. And if you're looking for a way to digitally manage your household, be sure to check out Brittany's favorite online tool, Trello. Remember, Brittany created a free Trello template to get you started on the different lists you can use to manage your household. Trello is available both online and through an app, and it seriously couldn't be any easier. You can grab your copy of a freebie and a video to help walk you through it by visiting the show notes at podcast.simplesolutionsorganizing.com. And you can also find links to Brittany if you'd like to get in touch with her on social media. Thank you so much, Brittany Dixon, for joining me on today's Cocktails and Containers. And I hope that everybody out there got some really great tips to help make your mom life more productive. If there's a topic that you'd like to hear on Cocktails and Containers, be sure to visit those show notes and leave a comment about what your struggle is to organize and simplify your home. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of the great upcoming episodes that I have for you, like next week when I will be chatting with wellness coach Stacy Crew all about the importance of self-care for moms. Until then, take care and happy organizing.